sequels, where we talk about the direct-to-video sequels of childhood classics, horror franchise installations, and those action films where they recast the lead actor to someone gentler on the budget. I'm Sarah Sorrentino. I'm Shaq Lambert. And I'm Ale Gonzalez. For this episode, we watched 2006 Bring It On, All or Nothing, the direct-to-video sequel to Bring It On from 2000. Uh, Shaq, could you tell us a little bit about this movie? Yes, uh, no problem. Uh, the movie... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh my Why God. are we so formal right now? This has never been our style. I wanted to put out really formal vibes and see what happens. <laughs> Indubitably, madam. I wanted to do like an NPR voice, and I think I really, I really stressed everyone out. Like this is our episode back in months. And we're like, Hello, this is Shaq Lambert. <laughs> Hello, this film is about... <laughs> this cinematic motion picture is about... <laughs> Seriously, this movie, though, is about um, Brittany Allen, played by Hayden Panettiere, who is the uh, like the cheer captain, uh, valedictorian, I think, or possibly not. Um, I don't remember. Oh, I thought she, I was. she was. Yeah, she was, right? Oh, no, it was, it was the dream. It was oh, the dream, the dream so don't trust it. She was a cheer captain <laughs> and dating the star quarterback in this uh, very fancy fucking privileged ass high school pacific vista high school she's doing great until the day that she finds out that her dad lost his job and they have to move to cranshaw heights and hang and she has to go to school with the black and brown folks and she's not happy with it oh my gosh (laughs) so as she's dealing with her you know being kind of a bigoted piece of shit because the moment she shows up to school just flaunting the white privilege everywhere. Um, <laughs> she's legit. She's like, oh, I'm so scared. <laughs> like, she's scared. She has... I have so much to say. Go ahead. Finish the summary because I'm about to go in. As, as she's kind of dealing with, like, the culture shock of going from privilege to, you know, kind of being a piece of shit, uh, she ends up kind of getting back into cheerleading through joining the cheer squad, which is led by Camille, played by Solange Knowles. And... I'll say this right now with Camille. Uh, they try and make her to seem like kind of a bitchy person or like kind of like the villain or antagonist. She's not. Every single moment, I'm like, yeah, she's right to do that. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. She seems like the most rational character in the whole movie. This film is so fucking entertaining, but so problematic. <laughs> like, and I think it knows that it's being problematic, but. God, it was it was very cringeworthy. Can we start with the fact that she has to tell this girl that she's too fat to be on the cheer squad and she's literally still like a size two? Yes! <laughs> there is not a single fat person in this movie. Not a single fat person in this movie. <laughs> and so when I saw that, I was like, oh. This movie reminds me <laughs> of like Barbie dolls that had like how to lose 10 pounds like books as accessories. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like it's it's so weird. It it's hard to know what is self-aware and what's not self-aware. It's so crazy because the times are different, man. Like they said that that girl's ass was too fat and it first of all was not. I was like that is a small ass. ass. <laughs> Second of all, since when was that a bad thing? So, I don't know. I don't even remember since that. Since 2006, it was a bad thing apparently. I mean, I, I was 15. Right, y'all were like in your teens. Yeah, um, yeah, we're like one, one or two years younger than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are, you guys aren't that much younger. Um, it's I, I remember a lot of this, you know. But as a white person, 
<laughs> as the white person of the podcast. Yeah, Sarah, you're going to have to speak for your people right now. <laughs> this is the most embarrassing thing I've watched in so long. <laughs> Every Everything is, is so just awkward. As much just like the way she walks, Hayden Pantier's character. However, way you say her last name, Hayden's character, the way she like walks into the school while the girls are like watching her that first introduction, it it has to be like self aware. I know it is self aware, but it's hard to tell how self aware it is because the original movie didn't play that up as much. But no, it wasn't. But we, was, yeah, go ahead. Like with the original, because I ended up rewatching part of it this morning because uh-huh. I didn't have much time but yeah Kristen Dunst her character is like she's only just aware that like yeah our captain's been stealing this shit from this black team for years but she's still very much like she she is aware of it and she kind of learns to like she grows as a person yeah this with Hayden Pettitier I don't feel like she grew at all out of her bigotry like she did it just to stay as part of the team but she's still kind of shitty yeah it's been a long time since we've talked about like direct video sequels in general but we all know from what we've seen in the past that everything gets heightened when you get a smaller budget in a direct video sequel like it's always like it's it's more racist it's more sexist it's more like weird uh because that's how you get comedy out of like lower budget things broad stereotypes yeah broad stereotypes so this reminds me very much of like the van wilder sequel that we watched yeah yeah except maybe less aggressively racist but still racist i I don't it's just as equally i think it's just as racist at least the only thing i will say is that this film is like okay we're gonna present you racist stereotypes but also there's some characters that are aware that it's racist and sort of say something but it's Mm -hmm. it's it still doesn't make sense like looking back it doesn't it doesn't fit now. It doesn't fit at all. Like, there's no way that this movie could come out now and we'd be like, ah, that was funny. But there are very funny lines in this uh, that I did genuinely laugh at. Like, <laughs> when they asked her, they asked Hayden something, and she said, I have friends who live next to black people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that was awesome. That was a very good line and a good delivery, too. I thought that was really funny. Um, but like for Hayden in general, like uh, I, the only thing I've ever seen her in is Heroes, which I was a very big fan of. Same. Where she's playing a cheerleader again. <laughs> save the cheerleader, save the world. Remember when that was like the biggest sentence in the world for like half a year? Y'all don't even know how obsessed I was with that show. Um, <laughs> but uh, but like this is like the scary movie version, like the. The parody scary movie version of her cheerleader character from Heroes. Even though we say, yeah, we say, like, Hayden Panettiere's character is, like, mad racist or at least, like, super, super privileged and ignorant, her, like, rival, like, the antagonist of this movie, Winnie, from, like, her original school, she might as well just be a member of the clan. Like, she says the most egregiously racist things without full-on saying the N-word. Like, that point when, um, uh... She goes to like her other their Asian like best friend Amber and she's like back off crouching tiger. Oh. I said, Hey yo <laughs> Remember in oh, 2006 man. when everybody thought it was okay to like say a racial slur but put a W in front of it? Yes. <laughs> Y'all, I 
you have no idea how like I didn't even realize that that how bad that was when I was that like really young. Like I didn't say it like that, but I never thought about it. I was just like, oh, that's what you call like a lame white person who thinks they are a hip hop person. And then I was yeah. like, "Oh shit, this actually sucks. What the hell am I like? What the hell's going on right now? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like why? Why did white people decide to say this? It was very like, um, uh, the best example of it is that the Malibu movie with what's his name? Oh, Malibu's most wanted. Yeah, like Malibu's oh, most wanted. Yes, <laughs> with Jamie Kennedy, which is actually oh. funny. Like that, yeah. I'm not going to say anything about that movie, but I, as, upon hearing that in this movie, I'm like, oh shit, you would never hear that now." Like, I haven't heard that someone say that in so long. It's so weird because this movie teeters on being self-aware and, like, still being problematic. Yeah. Because that joke that you mentioned that you just referred to, that has to be self-aware. It had to have been a self-aware line. Like, when they wrote it in there, they have to have been like, ha, 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 this is so funny. But they still, like, villainize Camille. Yeah. They, they really do. Even if she's right the whole time but they kind of drop off her villainization or whatever very quickly and then she's kind of like i like solange a lot but she doesn't get much to do here except for like kind of be a villain for a little bit and then and then she changes her mind and that's it like she's just cool with it and there's a little bit of like conflict here and there but like i said it's very reasonable conflict every single time it's because hayden does some stupid shit yeah she shouldn't be doing yeah. She's off crumping with the boys. Oh, God. Oh, all of my, are we doing this? Are we doing this now? Are we doing yes, this let's now? do it, please. This scene is maybe the funniest, cringiest thing I've ever seen in my life. Not just in the show. I mean, ever. Can you please describe, <laughs> can you describe the scene for the listeners? So there's a scene when Hayden shows up for practice, and all the boys are having like their own crumping circle. And the boys What's are crumping? Crump- can someone explain crumping to me, actually? I'll get the definition right now. According to dictionary.com, wait, what? Oh, this is not, okay, hold on. Crumping dancing definition. Yeah. <laughs> I'm okay. thinking of like crumping. Oh, it starts with a K. Okay. Crumping is a style of street dance popularized in the United States, described as Afro-diasporic dance characterized Ooh. by free, expressive, exaggerated, and highly energetic movement. Whole time, there's not a single black guy crumping in the there's the, there's the one guy, the super horny guy. <laughs> oh my god! But it was like supposed to be a revelation, and it was. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'll, what I will say this about I love crumping. It like it's genuinely like if you watch a really good crumping, that shit is energetic. As no, fun. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just there's saying this... like seeing it as it was on screen in this. Oh. It was so weird. This is <laughs> this is baby's first crumping, uh, and like. <laughs> So, like, you see the guys do it, and she uh, she doesn't know what it is. She's thinking they're fighting first. It's like, no, no, violence is not the answer. It's like, chill, we're crumping. <laughs> <laughs> chill, we're crumping. That's the actual line that is said. I know, I wrote it down. <laughs> um, and so they're like, it's better to show you rather than tell you. And so oh, Jesse, like, the love interest, is, like, doing this really shitty crumping, and then she starts doing it, and it is the worst thing I have ever seen in my life. I will say to people, that, like, if you want to watch really good crumping, there's a documentary called Rise, R-I-Z-E. Amazing documentary. Watch that and then watch this scene back to back. And you will go, 
I've never seen a dance move more bastardized than what she just did. Also, she becomes like, I mean, not that she's expert at crumping or anything, but she knows how to do it immediately. And then they have like a sexy crumping session. Yeah. In front of everybody in practice. In front of everybody. It was so weird. He starts doing I, like chest bumps at her shoulders. They're like chest bumping. They're like quietly chest. He's quietly chest bumping her shoulder while she looks forward. <laughs> and everyone's just watching and then the, and then the the characters are like yeah i get it yeah <laughs> worst thing i maybe have ever had to watch on sequels I oh think. my god sean and i were watching it together and he's just like what the fuck's going on also, i'm like i don't know not only is she sexy crumping with the hottie at the school but she yeah. still has a boyfriend is and yes, not- granted the boyfriend mm-hmm. was a fucking asshole who i hate yeah she had a boyfriend <laughs> Is he actually? Are any of these people actually hot? Solange is hot. Solange is hot. <laughs> Solange is hot, and so is the. Oh, oh my God, her um, what's me. her name? Uh, the the Hispanic girl. Yeah, the Hispanic girl, Led- uh, Letty. That's it. She is cute. That's it. Yeah. Mm. Why would someone be named Winnie? You think? I'd Winnie the Pooh. I don't know. <laughs> Have you ever met someone named Winnie? Who was Winnie? The former friend of Britney. Like, the one who the, ended up leading the cheer squad for... Uh, oh, the racist one. Yeah, the racist. <laughs> the clan leader. <laughs> the clan oh, the, the clan leader? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> she sucked ass, dude. <laughs> I would have given anything to punch that bitch in the face. Remember how she had that whole, like, sexy dance for uh, her... Uh, for britney's boyfriend who's just sitting there just like not doing anything but see that's why i think the movie is self-aware because it like okay you're gonna do a sexy dance but it wasn't actually good and even the, the everyone behind her is like oh god what the fuck but at least in that scene they're like oh what the hell's going on like they're self-aware of the fact that it's kind of like weird and stupid but why did that not happen with the crumping one thing i hated and this is why i don't think it's very self-aware at times the whole part where she's like they take off points for vulgarity. Like, why was it the white girl telling the women of color? <laughs> I hated that so much. I was like, girl, anyway. Wait, question, question, question. Did y'all ever see Save the Last Dance? That's no. what I can't. I, I don't know if I've seen Save the Last Dance. I think I've seen parts of it from like ABC Family or something yeah. like that. I thought that it was going to be that kind of situation where it's like white girl learns hip hop. I mean, that is technically what happened with the whole crumping thing and even infusing it to the last routine. But but they chose crumping and crumping just did not – they couldn't handle crumping. Like <laughs> I will say Save the Last Dance is not that much better. Like even oh, though no. it went to theaters or whatever, but like the, the final dance is the whole thing where she tries to like mix in hip hop with ballet and that dance routine – I, like at seven years old, I was like, "Oh, this dance is sick." I watched it again last year. That shit is one of the stupidest fucking dances I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta watch it. It's I gotta so watch funny. it. I gotta watch it right you, you now. You gotta watch it. It's amazing. <laughs> oh man, um, I was yeah. There's a lot of things going on with this film that I I still want to talk about. Uh, I what most interested me is hey, di- who who directed it? In this like was it a white man? And it was. Yes. It was a white man. Steve Rash, who's Steve done Rash. another one of these. Because there's there's like six Bring It On movies, which I didn't realize. Yeah, we're oh, done. Oh, shit, for real. He did Z3. He did Xenon Z3. Yes! <laughs> Fucking oh. Xenon the Legend. I love Xenon. Is that a movie we're ever going to be able Wait. to watch? I think yeah. that was a I'm gonna con, say. Though. I'm going to say yes anyways. Okay, hell yeah. Oh <laughs> At this point, whatever the hell we want to watch. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, he did Z3. The only thing he's ever done that was good. Uh, he stopped directing in 2012. Is he dead? I don't think so. I'm checking. Um, oh, he's done other directed oh. video stuff that we could do. <laughs> like he's done American Pie Presents Bandcamp, which was the first of those directed videos. And then he also did Road Trip Beer Pong. So like these super, super like dude ass movies. Oh my god. Ollie just sent a picture to us in the group <laughs> chat of of Hayden Crumping. <laughs> <laughs> there was a video that I saw on TikTok of someone replicating that dance. Oh like, the whole my god! Scene. I gotta find it and I gotta send it to you. <laughs> Please do. That's so amazing. Um, the the thing that really stood out for me in this film is like sometimes I watch like these music dance off or cheerleading, you know, competitions stuff like that, and I do like even if the movie itself is kind of corny, like. At least the dances were choreographed and kind of cool. And, like, they put the music correctly. So, it like, you feel something. I felt nothing watching all of these. Like, every performance, I felt nothing. I'll say this. this The one scene of the girls fucking stepping on, on the, like, the, the school cafeteria table, better than the entirety of Stomp the Yard Homecoming. I thought, so, yeah. Okay, yes. Why were they doing that? I thought that the movie was going to say that they weren't cheerleaders, that it was like they were, they had like a step competition right. or situation. Same. I thought that's where the movie was going to go. But then they're like, no, we're cheerleaders. That's cheerleading. I'm like, that's not cheerleading. Not cheerleading. <laughs> but it is a thing people do. And it is a popular thing. Why can we introduce the white girl to crumping, but not step? <laughs> <laughs> because she would have done it worse. It would have made more sense. It would have made more sense. Okay. But no. <laughs> she had a crump. I used to think Hayden Panettiere was like a spicy white for some reason. Oh, I did not ever think no, that. I don't know not why. At all. She's the whitest of us. I was like, she's a <laughs> Disney Channel girl. Why would she do this? Well, is she really originally Disney Channel? Yeah, she is. I think she was in like that Snow Day shit. I didn't know who she was until until Heroes. Oh, she was in Scream Four. I have never seen her in that. She's the best part of Scream Four. She's amazing. Yeah, I like her usually, and I liked her in this. To be honest, I just thought the movie was embarrassing dude she's so young she's the same age as me she's still well she's 32 she's one year older than me she's shorter than me wait she's shorter than you i'm five i'm five one she's five okay yeah okay like barely gotcha okay what heck it's a lot ice princess she was in (laughs) racing stripes I don't know any of these. Kingdom Hearts for some reason. I remember remember <laughs> yes, the Titans. I remember she's in Kingdom Hearts. I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. We found her. And she's Dot in A Bug's Life. Okay, we stand. Yeah, so she's like she had some like voice acting stuff going on. But no, she's got she's got shit popping. Chuck. <laughs> is really? Is she still got shit popping though? I don't she's know. She's gonna be the next Scream movie. They finally confirmed it. Oh, okay. Okay. I've seen the I saw the first Scream movie. Uh, for the first time. Oh, wait, when? Recently? Uh, last Halloween was the first time. Okay, that's still fairly recent. Wait, how'd you feel about it? I liked it. Hell yeah. Thank yes. God. I was about to it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I don't like knives. Y'all know, you know, knives. Ugh. Oh, yeah. But uh, it wasn't that bad. A lot of, I mean, almost every kill was very, like, I don't know. It wasn't super graphic or, like, shown. It wasn't that bad. Honestly, I think you might like the others, too. Mm-hmm. I think she would, too. I mean, the last one was kind of intense. Yeah, yeah. It, it like it was a little bit, but it's still. I still think it's enjoyable. And I, you would enjoy it enough, even outside of like the actual like horror stuff, but just like the 
the the meta aspect that's like the main thing about like all these movies. Yeah, the meta the meta aspect is what made it the most interesting uh, in mm-hmm. the first one. So, and I I did edit a review of the most recent one, so I have an idea of what you guys mean. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. Um, I want to talk about something that we were going to cover for this episode, yeah. but we didn't, and only one person here watched it. Oh. <laughs> But before oh, we get God. into that, let's talk about the curse, the sequel's curse. Oh, yes. yeah, because we didn't even get, like we usually also catch up on the beginning of the episodes, and we have not. No, it's be- it's best that we just ran into this because we have to get an episode out. <laughs> yeah. uh, sequels has been cursed. Uh, we've tried to record a few times, and there's been you know something COVID. I think COVID canceled one of them. I forget. COVID oh, might have canceled one. Um, co- I know. I know. Death canceled two of them. <laughs> death um world politics um yeah. the state of the economy my colon my leg. <laughs> colon and leg uh things have been canceled but you know we were gonna do wild things too <laughs> and i think the day of i was the one who canceled that one because of the state of the world yeah and depression but um I didn't ever watch the movie, even though that we were going to record that day. <laughs> I was going to that day, but because I ended up watching the first one, I think like the day before. Mm-hmm. And I will say that first movie, sleazy as fuck, but I kind of <laughs> loved it. <laughs> I did watch it. However, I was watching it at my last job. I was one foot out the door at that job. I was like, I'm watching Wild Things too, And so um, I did finish it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But <laughs> it was very bad. It yeah. was very bad. I think it's filmed here in Miami, right? Yeah, I think I I think all these movies are t- like they take place in like South Florida or something. Well, we only watched like actually one other sleazy movie before this one that was like truly sleazy, and that was what Eve or Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Yeah, I liked Poison Ivy. Despite I it. think this one is a little sleazier than that one. Oh, and that's why I was excited about it. But I haven't seen the first Wild Things. It's so problematic. It's giving very much. <laughs> oh, it's, like, it's, it, it's, yeah, she's right. It's excessively problematic. Old men into high school girls type shit. It was oh, just awful. No. It made me so uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. That's, that's the thing about it that I think with, at least with that wild things is that like, it is very sleazy, but it's also knowingly sleazy and just kind of leans into it. Especially because, yeah, they do the whole problematic, like teachers into student, whatever, whatever. But then oh. they introduce, but then that whole third act, there's like seven different fucking plot twists about who's in cahoots with who. They're trying to manipulate people out of a certain amount of money and shit like wow. that. And I was just invested on because because it's leaned into those twists that I was like, all right, this is gross, but like I'm kind of into it just out of like it just knowingly being so gross about it. Okay. If that makes sense. I disagree. <laughs> I, I hated it. It made me feel so sleazy. Just but, but he's talking about the first film because you I'm didn't see the, the second one. Not the second. I haven't seen the second one, so I can't speak on. Well, it. I've never seen the first one, so I can't speak to that. But if it's anything yeah. like the first, or, or like the second it, it, one, I'll say it's probably better because it's probably got better actors. Because like Kevin Bacon and Matt Dillon. Touche. Hmm. Well, I'm glad we didn't have to fucking talk about it. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe one day we'll go back and talk about it, or maybe I'll we'll be have busy like that a, day. <laughs> we'll get somebody else. Uh, back to this movie, uh, bring it on, all or nothing. Overall, what did y'all think, Shaq? I know you said you laughed the whole time. 
oh, I cackled like a fucking maniac the entire movie because every single other scene was just more audacious in how to show how this girl is fucking racist. Like, <laughs> it got worse and worse, right? Like the scene where she go, like she's starting to become friends with the cheer team. Yet there's a scene where she's going home for the first time. She's like ducking and dodging as there's, there's going to be a fucking shootout in her neighborhood. Oh yeah, hated. Yeah. I didn't understand. Like, I didn't put it together that that was what was going on. I was like, oh, some kids are playing outside. There's there's their low ride, and that's cool. That's cool. And I, the sirens, honestly, I was like, sirens, okay. That makes kind of sense. But then she's running. Like, she's in a war zone, and nothing is happening around her. Her house looks nice. The house isn't even bad. The house was lovely. The neighborhood is like a random suburb. Even Solange was like, my house is better than this. Like, what the fuck? This is totally fine. It was so funny to me. I was like, really, guys? This is the best we could do? <laughs> oh um, also, uh, we because he didn't bring it up, yo, shout out to Rihanna for showing up at the end. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was not expecting her to actually show up. I saw the opening. I was not paying attention very well to the opening credits. And then I saw Rihanna's name for a second. And I was like, Rihanna? I was like, Rihanna's going to be in this. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, Rihanna. And then I was looking for Rihanna the whole time. But then I realized that she's playing herself, so I was kind of a little let, let down. I was hoping she'd be a cheerleader. Yeah. <laughs> as like, yeah, she shows up as like the judge for the ending and stuff. Um, but yeah, out of the outside of like the audacious like racism shit, it's entertaining, just in not the way that the movie fully intends, I don't think. But yeah. like... I like Solange a lot. You know what? The person, the character that I actually liked the most was uh, Carisha. Yeah. She, I think, like, almost all of her lines <laughs> I ended up laughing at because she was just very funny and charismatic. Yeah. Also, I don't know if y'all ever watched Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. She was from there. Yeah. I've seen her in things, but I didn't know that it was that. Yeah. And I think she was on, like, a couple seasons of All That or something like that. But, mm-hmm. uh, like, I like that actress a lot. Um, but, yeah, this this movie was very fun. I laughed a lot. Again, yeah, not for the right reasons, but it's... A very entertaining watch. In terms of connections with, like, the the original movie, it doesn't really have any of it, aside from, like, it being about cheerleading. And I think, like, two things, like the cheerocracy thing and then the spirit fingers. Other than that, it's, like, it's a it's its own thing. But, like, yeah, I had fun. <laughs> Would I watch it again? I don't know. But, I like, I'd watch those super cringy scenes again because they're just genuinely hilarious. I liked when they said cheer mutiny. That was oh, funny. yeah. Ali, overall, what do you think about this movie? I would watch this again because it was very entertaining. Just how, I don't know. I don't even know. This is one of the bizarre ones that we've seen because, like, it's very bad and it's very problematic, but it's also fucking hilarious. And I actually do think it intends to be funny at some of the parts where I left. So, was it successful on its mission? I don't know. But I would watch it again. I enjoyed it. Not like, my favorite thing we've ever watched here but you know i'd recommend it for a fun time i'd watch this like for a drinking competition like right. yes. come up with some rules like every time you cringe you take a shot <laughs> <laughs> like something like that this was very eye-opening to me as a white woman and <laughs> okay so maybe it was successful in its- <laughs> you, you've acknowledged your privilege i've acknowledged that i'm privileged um, <laughs> i'm sorry that we're like this and uh, I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better, everybody. Uh, no, this is really awkward. <laughs> uh, really bad. I don't know what city this was supposed to be in. It's a Crenshaw. Where, where is that? 
in like Cal in like California, so I think like near Los Angeles. I thought it was California, but then they're like in New York City on top of some roof. It looked like <laughs> then they said they were at the beach. Oh no, that's on- out, that no, that's definitely LA. Okay, okay, I believe you. I, I understand. Wait, though. isn't this where that All American show takes place? I Have you guys seen All American? So. I have it, but I know of it. Do you mean All American Vandal? What are we talking about? No, it's All American. It's about football. No, I don't watch those things. I think it takes place in Crenshaw Heights, but the two Crenshaw Heights we have seen, very different. (laughs) Very different. Yeah, no, Crenshaw is a neighborhood inside Los Angeles. Yep. If we had to compare, or if we had to pick between this movie and um, Step, Step, Step Up. Stop the Yard. Stop the Yard. Sorry, there's like four of those movies. They all have the same name. (laughs) We saw which stuff of the yard did we see was like the second one? Stop the yard homecoming. If we had to pick between Stop the Yard Homecoming and this one, I think I'm going with this one. Yeah, same. Oh, yeah, no, definitely this. Because the dance moves are like better and plus they actually have the money for licensed music. The music was good in this. Oh, I, w- I was gonna bring that up. Um how many they played three different Gwen Stefani songs from her debut solo album. Yep. And they played two uh, they played an Avril Lavigne song. Two time. Avril Lavigne songs. Holy shit. Overall. And one Weezer. And they really blew the, all the money on the royalty oh, checks for that. And also, All America Rejects, Dirty Little Secret. Oh, oh, yeah. oh very good. The song of 2006. <laughs> three Gwen Stefani songs. Like, it was uh, it was um, the one about bananas. Oh, uh, Hollaback oh, Girl. Hollaback Girl. Girl. Uh, <laughs> the banana song. Oh, man. The one, the one uh, that took the... The, the, the rich the, girl. Rich girl, the Jewish one. And then... The, the what are you waiting for? And then what are you waiting for? And the funny thing is I introduced my, my fiancé to what are you waiting for literally like a week ago. He never knew anything about No Doubt or Gwen Stefani. So I was really he, when I played him the videos, he recognized some songs, but he never knew who No Doubt was. So I showed him a few No Doubt videos and I showed him the video for what are you waiting for? Uh, that was one of my favorite songs as a youth. Um, I thought it was great. I didn't realize how fucked up it was that she just kind of like has some like Japanese girls around. Oh, and oh my they god! Were her Horribly. <laughs> the queen of cultural appropriation is Gwen Stefani. <laughs> I did not understand at the time. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but I watched the video again with him, and I'm like, this is kind of messed up. Do you know that? So she had this line of perfumes called Harajuku Girls. Yep. Yes. Yep. I had every single. <laughs> Yeah, see, we're all we're all here together. We all fell for it. We all were okay oh, with that, fuck. I guess. Um. Anyways, a lot of Gwen Stefani for some reason. Let's do the favorite part of this podcast that we probably all kind of forgot about. Um, who's the hottest character? Who's the hottest character? Ale, you first. Camille. <laughs> There's like no. For me, it's Camille and Letty. Those. Yeah. Two. Exactly. Honestly. I can make the argument that like the three main girls of that school, I like, I'm like they're fine, they're cute as fuck. None of the guys were good looking to me. 
None. Not one. <laughs> not even, yeah, Jesse. <laughs> there was not a single man in this movie that I thought was attractive. They all looked really greasy. What a <laughs> horny ass Tyson, man. <laughs> I mean, when you're crumping all the time. Just greasy and crumping and gross. Um, <laughs> even the, the, you know, her boyfriend, just the, he was so boring. It was so sad. It's so sad when you have a whole movie of beautiful women and just like a very, just basic ass men. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I will say that, like with with the guy with with Tyson, I keep bringing him up. But the the fact I, I like that he admitted that, like, hey, I'm horny, not stupid. <laughs> like, Thank you for just saying it outright. Oh, poor guy, to be self aware. But the original movie did have attractive people in it, and I wanted to be clear about that. Who's the main guy from Bring It On? Uh, he was, he was Jesse cute. Bradford, I think. Uh, yes. Ew. Yes. I'm into Jesse Bradford. Why are you saying ill like that? Because his Google image is not good. <laughs> <laughs> He's like 45 now. You gotta find right. a, a youthful. He was That's a swim fair. fan. Have you ever seen Swim Fan? Yes, I remember Swim Fan. I've never seen that. I have never seen Swim Fan, but I remember going to Blockbuster and seeing the VHS copies of Swim Fan when it came out. Wait, question, question, question. Do you guys remember Clock Stoppers? No, I don't remember Clock Stoppers. Oh I just God. saw that and i was like what the hell is that Dude, it was a nickelodeon movie where like he gets a watch that can stop time and everything it was so sick at, like at nine years old i'm like this is the fucking sickest movie ever nickelodeon <laughs> had movies back then <laughs> yeah <laughs> when they had movies i think this is like their first i don't know it was like their second live action movie i think because it's like i think snow day was a nickelodeon movie Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, you're totally right. Good Burger. Good Burger was also Good Burger, Maybe yeah. like their third or fourth. He was in Romeo and Juliet, the good one. Which was know? the good one? The 1996 one with, no, uh, with He was like, DiCaprio. I fucking hate Baz Luhrmann, so I can't even say no, that. No, 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 no. No, no, that's the good one. That's the good one. Don't, don't do I'm this. I'm so devastated right now that you said that. I haven't seen Elvis. I don't want to talk about this. I want to watch it so bad, but I got COVID, <laughs> by the way, audience listening to us. Audience. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Wait. So I've never seen the original. Bring it on. Is it also racially? It's it's, it's very it's, good. Yes. Well. Okay. The original one is a totally different story, which is kind of great. I like that they did a different story, by the way, for the sequel because they could have just tried to do the same thing again. Yeah. They might do that in later sequels. The original is all white girl troop in like the the hills or whatever. Um. They're the best. They're the best cheerleaders in the area. And then when the old t- like lead, the old cap- uh, captain, you know, graduates from high school, sh- the new captain, the main girl, finds out that they were stealing their moves from um, the black school, basically. Like the, mm. the, the, you know what I mean? And so she, so they c- get confronted about it, and then she has to like redo all of their, their. Uh, stuff. It's not perfect. It's not a perfect movie. It's still really awkward. But uh, everyone's hotter. It's very ahead of its time in terms of just like talking about appropriation and stuff. Yeah, it's it's yeah. That's I mean, it's basically just about that. It's like it's mm-hmm. it was oh Peyton Reed directed it. Yeah. Well, that's why it's better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking shout out to Ant Man. Also, I watched this. I remember I didn't want to watch it for a while because I was a kid and I was like, oh, it's a girl movie or whatever. But I had a stupid crush on fucking Kirsten Dunst. And then I also fell in love with Gabrielle Union when I saw the yeah, movie. Yeah, Gabrielle Union is the winner of that one. I'm sorry. She's so fucking fine in that movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Her and El- Eliza du- Eliza. Eliza Dushku. Dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ollie, do, you know, do you know about Eliza Dushku or whatever her name is? I know about her now. 
She's she was fucking she, gorgeous. She's gorgeous, and she's kind of like grungy in this too. It's really yes. Good. Oh, she's yeah. a wrong turn. Yes, it, from the first wrong turn. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, this movie overall, I think we all liked watching it. Like it was an en- it was it was enjoyable, but we all know that it was like there was a lot of cringy scenes. Like sometimes the laughing was because of awkwardness, but there was laughing, and that's important for our movies because we don't get a lot of that. It's better than the ones that are supposed to be funny but suck. Yeah, yes. yeah, we get a lot of that. <laughs> Too much. Oh, just ease us back in. You know what I mean. <laughs> We've been gone for six months. It's been a long time. This has been a long time coming. Okay, what else do we do on this podcast? Plugs. Plugs. Okay. We catch up with the squad. Oh, Uh, right. What have been up to? Uh, Nothing. Yeah, same. Fuck (laughs) all. Like, literally, I've just been at home. Times are bad, you guys. I mean, they're bad. Surviving, bro. Very bad. Yeah. Sarah and I have have no rights. No rights. neither. <laughs> you're, in an, you're in another country, Shaq. It doesn't matter. Like, listen, That's right. listen, listen, listen. We just had a fucking shitty election yeah. where the fucking dumbass that you think would not win still won because no one turned the score out. Score just keeps winning over yeah. there, dude. I shitty do not people get keep it. winning. Yep. So we're all dealing with it. We all got the same problems, you know. But at least we have this podcast. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah. You know what? 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 I want to shout out somebody really quickly because yeah. I got a comment on TikTok because I had posted a video and someone was asking uh, when was the new sequels episode coming out. And that, first off, that threw me for a fucking loop. Um, and I was like, I don't know if we were going to record because that's when we're still in like full on curse territory. But uh, shout out this person, Synthetic Autumn. They said, uh, no worries on rushing it. Just know that there are people out here who love it. So I just want to oh. say just... Thank you guys for everyone who still shows us love, even if we haven't posted an episode in half a year. That you guys are still like, hey, we're like, where's the new episode? We're still looking forward to it. We still love it. That means the fucking world to us. Truly. It yeah. really does. It's nice that you guys still care. Thanks all five of you guys. I appreciate I it. I know. Thank you to the Listen, gang's all here. I'd rather five loyal supporters than like a hundred people who don't really give a shit. Yep. I agree. I agree, guys. So We'll do uh, plugs. Plugs time. It's plug time. Shaq, what are you going to plug? You can find me everywhere as Shaq. <laughs> Why do I say that? <laughs> you can find me everywhere as Shaq Excellence. That's S-H-A-K Excellence. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Twitch, TikTok. Um, you can also find my writing because I'm writing reviews more and more regularly now at uh, cgmag.com. Uh, cgmagonline.com, sorry. Uh, I just posted most recently a review of Marcel the Shell Shoes On, which oh. might be the most fucking adorable movie I've seen this year, maybe the last five years. Um, it's very, very good. So check that out. I got some other mo- stuff coming up. I will be writing a review for Nope. I called dibs on it so quickly. <laughs> so when that comes out, I will have a review for it. But yes, just pay attention to my socials. You'll see it. Awesome. Ale? Unlike Shaq, I've been up to absolutely nothing. Um, you can still find me on Twitter at sick underscore underscore six six. And I still have my spicy account as well. Uh, need it more now than ever. So that's <laughs> the Blair bitch underscore underscore. While it's legal. While it's legal, right. While it's legal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's pretty much it. Haven't done much writing. And the writing that I have done, you can find on Neon Splatter because it's 
way it's not about movies after I've, I've tried to distance myself from film writing so <laughs> side note me me and rob we got beef right now oh, <laughs> word. No. not actual beef but like we got an argument on tiktok because i called usher the king of r&b which he is usher yeah. real quick i hate that man <laughs> why because what the fuck is wrong with okay, usher? Well, have you seen okay because i love t-pain and allegedly that whole yeah i've seen that whole thing and now he's definitely wrong for that yeah i'm team t-pain that's but, like i'm with tallahassee pain i don't know what happened but i'm with tallahassee here's pain. the thing like i i understand that, that that shit was out of pocket and he shouldn't have done that but i would say or said that because it, it was the thing he said not done but Confessions to me is maybe the greatest R&B album of all time. I agree with that. I would agree with and that. And every other, like almost every single album he's done, I would say even every prior, maybe not as much after, but like 8701 my way, fucking some of the best R&B ever made. And so I'm like this man cannot be touched. And uh fucking Rob was like, no, nah, he ain't the fucking kid. It's the weekend. And I'm like, the weekend oh. has to done a fucking R&B album in like five six years okay. everything else he's done since like Starboy has been like dance pop so i called him a pop star and he got mad about it <laughs> no i'm on your side for sure but i still don't like him as a person by the way sarah real quick what happened was that um what he, was- i think t pain and him were on the same flight or some shit or at the same yeah. restaurant or whatnot and usher called him over and he literally told t pain that he ruined music oh yes because of auto yes. because of autotude yeah, I mean, he introduced Bieber to the scene, so I don't really want to have this conversation. <laughs> exactly, he's not one to talk. They both, they both caused some damage in some ways. <laughs> um, I like Auto Team. I love, I love uh, T Pain. Um, Tallahassee shouts out. So, yeah. uh, oh, T Pain no is the god. Like, I love him. Yeah, absolutely love him. Um, it's hard. It's hard. R and B is so different for for all the artists too. Like, some people are like, oh, it's just pure like Michael Jackson style we're going to do those dances and sing that kind of style. Then there's like T-Pain was trying to do something else. And I like, like people that do like more of a Neo soul kind of sound myself. So, and I would go as far as to say, I think T-Pain has a better voice without auto tune than Usher does. I can't believe we're having this much of a conversation (laughs) about Usher right now, guys. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, the tiny desk just came out and it's amazing. It's legitimately amazing. And so I've been like, no, this man cannot be touched, at least like musically. Have you heard T-Pain's Tiny Desk? Oh, I love his Tiny Desk. Oh, That's, so good. Although it pissed me off because everyone's like, oh, he could sing? I was like, he could always sing. Auto-Tune doesn't just make you sound good. Like, it doesn't make a bad voice sound good. Yeah. We're going to turn this into the Auto-Tune podcast. <laughs> we'll just talk about Auto-Tune. Um, what were we doing again? You guys were doing plugs. plugs. And that's okay. all I have to plug. Your plugs are plugged? Okay. Yeah, plugs yeah. are plugged. Sarah, your plugs haven't been plugged. Uh, let me plug some plugs. Uh, Film Cred is going to be two years old um, at the end of this month. Hey. Is that crazy? That's crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You guys are killing it. Also, you got pull quoted in a movie. I got pull quoted in the Freddie Gibbs movie. Y'all don't know that's about that. Sick. <laughs> me and freddie gives bfs actually today he um like quote tweeted someone else from film cred who wrote her who like was giving a review of uh uh down with the king and um now i don't feel as special so <laughs> freddie if you're listening um i thought it was just me and you uh, i don't know what happened it hurts but um <laughs> i care about that man deeply uh he's 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 a mess though <laughs> 
<laughs> don't follow him on Instagram. Every joke he makes is so bad. Very problematic. What else? That's it. That's all I do now. Yeah, we're running a website. We have a Patreon. We have a shop. Um, we've got a podcast now. Um, we're, we're working on some other podcasts. And I also launched um, Advice Cred, which is a silly name, but it is advice for new writers who want to get into film criticism just kind of answering the most simple questions that you literally can't find answers to online. And I want to say that my favorite thing, and this is going to make Sarah so uncomfortable because I know she hates <laughs> any compliments that are verbal. <laughs> Sarah really cares about uh, elevating writers and of all sorts and of all types. And she's giving away free advice, right? So if you're not following film cred or advice cred, do that ASAP because again, she really believes in, in everybody. So we need to believe in her. It, 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 the sad thing is you couldn't even pay for it. <laughs> like there's like you ask, if you have to ask the questions of like, how do I get published somewhere? No, literally the only way to find that out is to become friends with a film critic or an editor and ask them privately. Mm-hmm. Like there's, if you Google those types of questions, the only way you can get those answers is very broad answers that aren't specific to film criticism. <laughs> Yeah, like be yourself. Like yeah, that's yeah. Some dumb shit. Like a wiki how or be white and a man. <laughs> or it's a very specific answer for what that website decided they want. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you want to write for this website, here's the pitching guides. Well, it's like, well, we all didn't agree on anything, huh? Um, so it's just one of the little things that I'm trying to get together so we have more of a consensus and then people disagree with it then we can make it better. Love it. I love what you're doing with it. And Thank I'm you. really excited to watch this continue to blow up. You guys literally are at almost 3,500 followers, which is crazy. Yeah. Now, if I could get to 2,000 followers, that would really fix everything, guys. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I've been at 1950 for like three years now. Um, let's go. Come on. I, I'm a good person, right? I, uh, I, I'm cool. I'm hip. I was private for a while. But I'm not private anymore. Um, I'm not saying mean things about the government on my Twitter as much as I was last week. Uh, so, can you take some of mine? Because like I don't want, I don't want the dude. I had another fucking tweet blow up, and I'm not happy about it. Uh, did you, yeah? I, fu- I didn't know the fucking minions thing. <laughs> oh no! I'm so anno- <laughs> like this is like I posted it, and I was like, yeah, like I'm fine with it. And it has not stopped going every fucking... I saw that shit show up on Collider. I was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I haven't popped off since um, Ziploc tweet, so... Ziploc tweet? Ziploc Trust tweet. Me, having a tweet go viral fucking sucks. <laughs> 100% sucks. There's no good about it. It's just annoying people in your I menu. keep the notifications on. I ride the whole thing, man. I keep oh, the I notifications turned it off. on. I turn it off and they still keep showing up. I had to turn on the quality filter also. And thankfully it stopped, but I feel like it's going to keep going. Now, was it like a viral, like people were fighting with you or was it a viral? Like a little bit of a, it was a mix of a lot of things because I made a reply tweet and I said that like, this shit is for like Gen Z. Cause like, it's, it's like the meme of like these kids in suits dressing up to go fucking see minions as if they're like in a fucking business meeting. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if you're like in your mid twenties or up doing this shit, don't do it. That's just yeah. for the kids, bro. Just let and them have there's something. There's still people arguing like, oh, you fucking gatekeeping. I'm like, no, <laughs> gatekeeping the minions. Like you're too old, bro. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm, <laughs> a, I'm saying 
don't be the people doing this because you just look lame as shit. Try, oh, try to, like ride kids' waves or whatever. I've never gone viral for like a spicy tweet. I've never been like the main person of tw- Twitter for oh. the day. My yeah. stuff has always been like pure, like unadulterated. Like maybe someone was upset that I said Ziploc might be bisexual, but that's <laughs> that's it. Nobody got mad at me as far oh, as mine? I know. If I if people got mad at me, it's fucking Jared Leto slander. I slandered him like twice. Oh, those, no. Both times those tweets. Oh no, up. I don't do that. No, I know better than that. The one time, <laughs> the one time we published um uh two superhero fans only, the stupid parody website I made, we published uh, something about Jared Leto. They were going after us. I think we got hacked <laughs> over it. Because at one point, our WordPress got hacked. And I was like, I think we got hacked over Jared Leto slander. For real. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't regret it, but I don't do it anymore. It's not... I'm not going to be the one. Yeah. Yeah. We need a Hannibal Burris situation to take down Jared Leto, I think, personally. Wait, what's a Hannibal Burris situation? Hannibal Burris made a joke about um, Cosby. And that's Oh, why, right. Yeah, yeah how he set the whole thing up. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Ali, you know about that? Very vaguely. Yeah, it's for the best. Okay, anyways, on that note. <laughs> uh, Let's end it off with that. <laughs> we don't know what the next episode will be yet, um, but uh, we'll try to do this. We're using a new platform to record, too, so we'll see how this turns out. And uh, it's already making things easier, so we'll see how that goes. We will. We will. Okay, uh, how do I close these? There, we never came up with a way to close these episodes. I mean, we don't have one. We just go like, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. We literally just stop it abruptly, so we should just stop it right now. Stop. Stop.